All right, what's up, everybody? It's time for another edition of the Haas Talks podcast. And no Jeff Foster this week, but no worries, no harm, no foul. I've got two guys that can, I think, cover for him. Um, joining me from the KKM stable, Cannon McIntosh and Michael, quote-unquote, Buddy Kofoid. Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to make this happen and be here with me. Yeah, it's good to be on the show. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. And so glad to do it. You guys have been racing all year long. We're coming down to the end of the season. Um, how, do, how do you guys feel this season has gone for you as, as drivers? Um, I know that both of you have gotten to run some different things and run. I mean, Cannon, you've ran some micro stuff, and you've ran the midget, and you've done some different, dabbled in some different things. Same thing for you, buddy. I mean, you've ran outlaw sprint cars and blah 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 the whole blah 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 you know i mean you name it blah 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 he's done it right canon canon's over right. here cracking up laughing because right. yeah buddy's done everything um so buddy how do you think your season has gone how would you rate your season overall um i think it's it's gone pretty good um there's a couple of things that i like goals that i've had um that i've wanted to do and, and one of them was getting a, a usac win um and we're able to do that and um and the other one was to get Rookie of the Year, um, and I think we're on track to doing that with USAC. So, um, and then we've been able to to win quite a bit, which has been really good. And um, so overall, I think the season's been pretty good. But um, you know, also USAC has been pretty tough. But um, I think we've picked it up a little bit, and we've been getting better with USAC. And and um, you know, we've started to figure some stuff out and um, put ourselves in contention more for that. And um, but then with Power Eye, we've been really good, won uh, seven times this year. And, um, you know, I've been able to run a the sprint car a couple times and won uh, a couple times for with Keith and um, was able to get in the 11-in and, and win an all-star race. So um, it's been pretty good to be able to go back and forth and also actually uh, run a non-win car for uh, the Reinbolds at uh, – at SmackDown, so that was really cool, and, and ran top five of all three nights, and I uh, was rookie of the race, so, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun um, doing a bunch of different stuff, and, um, you know, also to have success with it, so um, hopefully we can just keep plugging away and just keep putting ourselves in contention to win. And If you had to put a grade on your season so far, an A grade, a B grade, a C, how would you grade yourself so far? And do you think that you have have room to do some extra credit to get to the, the to the better grade? Um, I guess overall, um, man, it's hard to say. Um, maybe uh, B plus. B plus. That's. Maybe. I mean, that's where I would be. I mean, an, an honest answer for um, you. I mean, considering everything that's happened, yeah. you know, because um, I've heard some of your some of your other goals that you wanted. I mean, you you were really racing for, um, you were going for a championship. You wanted to do big things, you know, huge things coming into this yep. year. Um, but with everything that happened, as far as a pandemic or whatever, yeah. kind of set you back behind the deal. But I feel like you still have room to improve. I mean, you're you're not done yet. You know, you still have. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, no, I think Power Eye's been been really good to us, and um, you know I really like the format with Power Eye, but um, also also with uh, USAC we've been we've been really strong, and then there's sometimes we'll run into bad luck, or um, you know maybe you won't be able to do a race because um, you know we lost some races from the pandemic, and then um, or you know just some some stuff will happen that maybe can be out of your reach, or um, but also you know USAC is is really tough. This is my first year running midgets, but. 
you know, from before the outside looking in, it's it seems like this year is one of the more toughest seasons that I've that I've seen. So, um, and I think that's helped me become better, um, you know, kind of evolve a little bit um, in transitioning from sprint cars to midgets. Um, so I would say on the midget side, maybe B plus or somewhere on a B, B plus right. would be fair. Um, How you know, like old said, are you? 18. 18. Cannon, you're 18 too, aren't you? 17. 17? Yep. Cannon, your, your season, how do you feel like your season has gone? I mean, you started out as a, um, as everybody that listens to my show already knows who you are, so they know where you come from and, and what you've done. Um, they know your story. For, for people that may not know that have been living under a rock since 2019, you get the call to run a Keith Coons midget at the Chili Bowl. Um, you win your prelim night. You have a podium finish. And that uh, kind of escalates into the 2020 season. Um, for you as a driver, how do you feel you've done um, this season? I think it's been a pretty up and down season, I'd say. Um, lately, I think the second half of the season is where we've really came on strong. It's it's tough, you know. You know, we win the prelim night at Chili Bowl, run third, so you kind of start off with expectations of you know he should win every night because you know you. You perform like that, and now everyone expects it, so it kind of makes your season even more challenging when it comes to expectations, even even expectations in yourself. So, um, you know, first half of the year was kind of a struggle, I'd say. We, even as a team, we all kind of struggled finding our groove, and we clicked off quite a few wins there early just with Power Eye, but when it came to the USAC side, we just couldn't. We couldn't find the the cards to uh, to finally get it done. So, and now you know later on the season we've started to figure it out, and our speed's been really good lately. So, I think it was the first half of the season that kind of hurt me. I just never really, I guess, found my full potential. And now uh, here in the second half of the season, we've really been good, and we still got quite a few shows to go. We got the whole West Coast swing, and um, I, you know there's still lots of uh, opportunity to get a few more wins. How would you grade yourself on your season so far? I mean, from from coming from the Chili Bowl, having all those high expectations, kind of having maybe a little bit of pressure on yourself um, to really perform. How would you uh, How would you grade yourself? Um, you, you asked Buddy right away. I I thought pretty much the same for myself. I was I was going to say B plus just because uh, kind of the challenges we've overcame as me as a driver and you know for for the whole team itself we've just uh you know we've been at our at our low points and just we've been able to overcome so many things and you know just just get that much faster you know right around probably mid-season the the midwest uh midget week we were all standing there after the races and uh i i had led a few laps that weekend and just and jefferson we, county yeah we we were just standing there after the race looking at each other like our are we going to even get a USAC win this year? Like, is it possible? And, uh, you know, we just, we all looked at each other and we were like, you know, it's, we're going to do it. We just got to figure out what we need and, and just find it. And, uh, you know, it's good to be able to look back on that and say, well, now we have three and um, there's still more, there's still more races this year. So it's definitely possible to get some more. And uh, it, it's just, um, it's good to be able to over overcome those things. So that's, I, I'd, I'd say I give myself a, a B plus, you know, last year I won one race, which was the Shamrock. And, um, you know, this year I've won seven. So it's, it's been a really, 
really good coming out year for me. Just, you know, I've, I feel like I improve every race and, and learn every race. So I think it's been a, a pretty decent year for me. I've, I've had my struggles, but I feel like I've, I've uh, improved a lot. Your background, buddy, with, with carts and everything else, do you guys um, do you guys qualify with that, or are you more of a draw-passing points type of deal in the cart thing? Because I'm not familiar with it at all. Outlaw carts, um, most of the, the big places like, like Cyclin and, and Red Bluff, the, the tracks that race almost all year that most of the guys will go to, we always qualify. And then, um, you know, each track is a little bit different. Cyclin, I think, top six locks straight into the dash, and there's no heat race. And then um, Red Bluff, uh, it's a four-invert, um, and they take two to the main, um, so it's tough. But then the also top six lock into the trophy dash, but there's a heat race too. So um, most, almost every race we've qualified. So th- that kind of leads me into my next question is, you know, you guys have both, both said, you know, on, on the Power Eye side, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pretty good season for you. And on USAC, you've kind of struggled. Do you feel like qualifying makes it tougher for you in the USAC side? I mean, does because Cameron, you don't come from a qualifying background. I mean, this season's probably the first time that you've ever like really truly qualified and had to rely on a time to kind of set you up for the night. Um, do you guys feel like that's the, the biggest challenge, let alone the, the caliber of talent and cars that are there as well? I mean, I know a lot of guys are, are run both, but there are some guys that only run the USAC stuff that are freaking shoes because they run everything USAC. I mean, they're in sprint cars and they're in Silver Crown and everything else. Um, is that what it is or is that qualifying kind of the deciding factor for you guys? Um, well, for obviously for me, I I mean, racing here pretty much weekly growing up, I didn't qualify at all. So, uh, you know, I, w- I would usually think that that would be our issue. But, you know, this year, I mean, last year I was okay at qualifying, but I've gotten a lot better this year. I think we've had like three quick times and uh, we've been pretty good at qualifying. I-, I think it's just the fact of the place it can put you when you qualify. You know, you you're, you're quick time and then you start six in the heat race and you got to you got to pass some really good cars to get to the front or get to the top four to transfer. And if you don't do that, then you're starting 11th on back. And, um, it's definitely, it definitely makes it more challenging, but I think, I think it's just the, the caliber of cars when you go to a USAC show and you know, every single guy out there is going to be on their game and you just have to be twice as good. So it's, you know, buddy's had a really good year in power. Eye. I've only clicked off two wins. I just, I feel like when I go to a power eye show, power eye show, I just struggle a little bit. I don't know if it's, I don't know if I just have put too much pressure on myself. Like, like I just need to do so much better than I have been when, when it's just another race. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's just your mindset going into USAC or power eye and it's just either way. It's, it's tough. What about you, buddy? How do you feel as far as like qualifying? I mean, um, this was your this is your first full season in midgets, right? Yeah. So it's a whole new ball game, a whole different caliber of talent um, of driver. Do you feel like qualifying has kind of been the the thing that's kind of been your enemy whenever it comes to USAC? Um, I would say maybe at times, yeah. Um, you know, firstly because there's so many good cars that runs with USAC. Um, you know, like Cannon said, um, you know they're pretty much the top five in points. They're pretty much the top five or, or, you know, at least top ten in qualifying almost every night. So, um, you know, and also coming from, 
go-karts and sprint cars where you pretty much qualified um, every night. Um, you know, I've kind of been used to qualifying and, and where how ha- important hot laps is for qualifying. Um, where you kind of treat hot laps as qualifying too to prepare for qualifying. Um, I would say at times, um, you know, been good with qualifying, consistent. And then there's, you know, a couple times where, you know, maybe it just won't go your way or, you know, maybe you're too tight um, or, you know, the track maybe didn't go the way you thought it would or, you know, something like that. Um, but, yeah, also the USAC's um, format is very unique. Um, and it's tough because, you know, really if you qualify good, uh, theoretically you're not in the transfer spot before you take the green for the heat race. So, um, you know, also makes you got to pass cars to get in. Um, so it's a little bit of luck, but you got to, you know, make it happen. So, um you know, I do like the, you know, how you got to work for it, but also I'm, you know, I'm kind of a fan of, of the Power Eye format because, you know, you're racing every time you hit the track, and I like the passing points and, the, you know, how every spot matters and, um, you know, where you kind of got to work for your starting position. So, um, you know, I think like anything, there's pros and cons to both, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's part of racing, and it's um it's the same for everyone, and it's it's gonna be tough no matter what. And I would just say like, if I would add one thing to each format, like I just I enjoy running qualifiers because you know even with with Power Eye and USAC, you you run your heat race, and then it's just you're either in the feature or the B. And I like when you you have qualifier and you get to run another. Kind of gives you another chance, right? Yeah, and if you feel like you need, you just need a few more laps to you know find what you need on the car to get dialed in. I just I enjoy you or uh, just having qualifiers because you, you know, you if you had a, a not so good heat race, you have a chance to fight back, and there's you just get more laps on that racetrack that night. So, you guys both get to work with Toyota. I mean, that's got to be pretty cool, right? You both get the opportunity to do um, something that probably both of you have dreamed of. I mean, racing kind of for a living, so to speak. You know, getting to do. Um, some cool things. What is it like being a Toyota driver? It's not all glitz and glamour. I mean, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it, right? You're not always just showing up to the racetrack and racing. You're actually putting in some work to better yourselves, not only as race car drivers, but as young men, you know, doing interviews and just bettering yourselves as, as a whole. What is that like being a part of Toyota racing? I think it's, I think it's unique. Um, I don't think there's really anything like it. The the amount of effort and time they put into us and, you know, just how much they've put into dirt racing, it's kind of crazy to think because when you hear a big name like Toyota, you wouldn't think they they push that much when it comes to us dirt drivers, but they, they treat us just like any of their other Toyota drivers, I'd say, and um, they they always they make, they make sure we're always in, you know, tip-top shape. They... Uh, they they want to make sure we're always working out and uh, bettering ourselves during the week. You know, it's for them. They know it's not all about what you do out at the racetrack and on the racetrack. You know, there's still there's still lots of work that has to be done behind the scenes, and um, you know, even just little things they do. You know, send gifts every now and then. It's just there's really nothing like what Toyota does, and um, I think for me and him, it's just special to be a part of it because. You know, we're we're just we're just early in this journey with them. You know, any you could make one mistake and you're done with them. And uh, it's just 
it just shows how special it is to be a part a part of Toyota and uh just to know that this is just the beginning of the journey. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Um you know, and you know, I rewind before I really became a development driver with Toyota. Um I was running sprint cars full time in Ohio last year. Um you know, and I had no you know, no idea that I'd be here now. I was kind of looking for rides for the next year to run sprint cars again full time. Um, you know, and I'd you know, no idea that I would, you know, be involved with Toyota and be a development driver, which was a step up huge for me because my dream from the very beginning has been uh getting to NASCAR and and uh they're, you know, by far one of the best ways to get there and there's no development program, you know, like they have the best program development wise from where we are or or wherever all the way up to cup there's you know there's nothing like them and they make it very unique and um you know they tailor it to you and and they want to help you and they're there for you and um you know like i said with or what canon said with the the workouts and there's designated um health instructors or coaches and whatnot that'll help us and always check in with us and then you know, there's f- race forms that, you know, we fill out and notes. Um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff and and really stuff that um, that I haven't really done before, like the notes and the and the forms recapping a race. And um, so I think that really helps a lot. So um, it's uh, very special. And, and, you know, right now this is a, a huge opportunity. And like I said, I, you know, really at this time last year, maybe a couple months ago before this time last year I had no idea really where I was going to be and you know to be driving for you know by far the best midget team in the world and, and to be involved with one of the biggest names in racing um, is very special and, and humbling so um, you know every time you're out on the track is a, is an audition or you know a, a chance to prove why they picked you or why they believe in you so um, you know I enjoy that challenge and I also you know, at the end of the day, just enjoy racing, and, um, you know, now, you know, I do do it for a living, you know, Uh, I live in Columbus, Indiana now, and I'm from California, so to be, at least right now, say, you know, race for a living, and, and, you know, get to do something that involves racing every single day is, is very humbling and special, and, you know, only being 18, um, you know, to say that I get to do that right now is, is pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's it's freaking awesome. And yeah, for me, it's just it was cool because two two or three years ago, we, me, my dad, and Cody Cordell were just kind of just sitting there and just put together a race team out of nowhere, just just us, you yeah, know, the three of us. And uh, to look back and see that we we started all, we just did that on our own, just me, my dad, and a good friend, and uh, just to think that we get recognized by Toyota like that and just recognized by so many people here when we were just nobodies at the time it's uh it's definitely special because how much because me me Cody and my dad know how hard we've all worked together to uh to get me here that that was the goal the whole time you know I'm sure I'm sure it was kind of you know upsetting for Cody a little bit when he found out I was coming to run for Keith at the Chili Bowl but he he knew in his heart that that was that was the goal was to get me to the to the next level or the next step and definitely going to Keith was that so uh it's it's cool to look back on that and see that 
it, it just we we started from there, and uh, now now I'm running for Keith, and who knows what's in the future. So now, while you guys are teammates, you're also competitors. Um, what it, what is it like having both of you are, are outstanding drivers? You got some teammates that are pretty solid drivers as well. What is that like whenever you roll into a racetrack and there's five of you that have you know you have the same car that Cannon has. Cannon knows he has the same car that Kaylee has. Kaylee knows she has the same car that Dayson has. And you you guys are all while you're teammates, you're competitors. What is that like being a part of that top caliber team and having to remind yourself that hey, this guy's my teammate. Do you cut each other any slack or is it full force all the time? <laughs> they both smile and start <laughs> laughing. Um No, it's it's um it's a war. You know at the yeah, no. <laughs> at the end of the day when you're on the track, um you know, they're always your teammate obviously and, and you have respect for one one another, just like any other driver, but also um, you know, I think that you know, I would expect my teammates to race me just as hard as they would race anyone else and you know, really vice versa. I'm gonna race them hard for any position. Um you know, and I like I said, I would expect the same from them. And, you know, so like I said prior, it's an audition every time you're on the track and a time to prove yourself. So, um, you know, that's a nice thing is there's there's multiple drivers and, and multiple crew chiefs. So we all work hard, but we also work together to, um, you know, help ourselves or, you know, whether Jared is helping Kaz or Kaz is helping Jared or whoever. Um, you know, it's pretty cool that there's there's a lot of great guys there and, um, you know, like I said, drivers and crew, um, you know, some of whom that are become really good friends of mine. So, um, you know, it's really special to, to be a part of uh, KKM and, and with Toyota, like I said earlier. But, um, yeah, I know it can it can be tough, but, you know, I think I've we've never had any run-ins or, or issues with each other. You know, we always race each other hard and, and clean with, 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 you know, so much respect. So, um I really couldn't ask for anything more than that. Um so I think it's it's gone pretty good and it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, and it's like I mean if you look at it like NBA or NFL or anything, like their teammates are going for the same goal, you know, they're all when when one of them wins, they all win. So it's like yeah. you know, they're all always leaning on each other and it's it's so much I don't know. But I, at the I same time, you're still working for your triple double. You're, you know, you're trying to get the most three points in the year, in yeah. the game or whatever. You know, if you, yeah. If you look at it like so, that. you're trying to be the MVP of this race and and mm-hmm. kind of lead the team. Um, and that's that's kind of the the essence that I get whenever you say that. Mention it that way. You know, you're all a team working to the com- to the common goal every night of right. you want to get that win for KKM, yeah. but you you can and want to be the MVP. I want to have the triple double and I want to have the most assist. And uh, you got Buddy over here going, no, bro, I'm I'm better from the outside right now, so I'm going to go ahead and show you what's up. Tops up here, bud. Yeah, and it's <laughs> I think it's it shows, you know, how strong you are as a person when, you know, if you have a bad night like that or something, even when you're one, even though you're all aiming for one trophy that's there when there's six or seven of you, like if you have a bad night or crash and they win, it's, you know, just being the better person than just being a sore loser and, you know, telling them congrats and, uh, you know, being happy for them and, the, and for the team. Cause you know, if the team wins, you should win as well because you know, that, that goes in the notebook and 
for any time you go to that track again, it's just, you know, it always helps when your team wins. So it's similar in different ways, I guess, but, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. We obviously, if you, if your teammate is peeking a nose on you and, uh, and you see them, you, you, you'd start driving harder cause you know, you have the same car. So, right. you know, you're capable of it. So it kind of, we, we, we all kind of lean on each other and, I guess I guess it all drives us to be better because you know when you see one is doing good, you know you can do the same because you, you, we have the we have the same equipment, same resources. So I mean, I think having teammates like that helps you as a driver and as a person, you know, become better. So before we started recording, I kind of asked for you guys' theme songs. <laughs> so the thing I want you to think about right now is I, I you're going to go first, buddy. Um, <laughs> But I'm going to play a little bit of, of your intro song, and I want you to think of either one quote or a piece of advice that somebody has given you or that you would like to give to somebody um, like yourself before you got picked up from Toyota. Whenever you're still out there searching for a ride, um, what kept you motivated? Maybe a certain quote or a certain saying. Start thinking about this. So this is Buddy's, this is Buddy's song, um, and, and you'll understand why we're just right off the bat. Take that on the fly. You can't not like this song. I don't care who you are. You don't I mean, hear it very often. It's just a good little, it's got a good little vibe, yeah. you know? And you know, you got to know why the guy picked it. I mean, he's from California. California love coming to the center stage. Michael, Buddy, Kofoy. And the fans go. Until he starts dancing and all everybody's like. Yeah, I can't dance. <laughs> so if you had to pick like a, a certain quote or a certain like piece of advice that you feel would do solid, even though you're 18 years old, you've got to have something that people would be like, man, that's, that is solid. Um, I can't really pinpoint maybe one person who's told me this or, or you know, I guess it's a combination of things and, and multiple people. Um. You know, also if you're, let's say you're a young driver and you're looking for a ride, um, you know, you can't be afraid to pick up the phone and call. Um, you know, I've, I have been taught, you know, a closed mouth isn't a fed mouth, um, you know, but also you want to... Squeaky wheel always gets the grease. <laughs> yeah, no, you always want to, <laughs> at the very least, um, you know, have respect for everyone else, but also you want to... You know, make sure that people respect you, and and um, you, know, you want to build a good. Um, I'm not sure what the the correct word is for it, but uh, a good reputation for yourself, and that can go a long ways. And and um, you know, just be nice to everyone, no matter who it is, because you never know who might be listening. Um, and that can go a long ways. But also, you know, like I said, um, you can't be afraid to to look for rides or, you know, because there's been plenty of times where, you know, I was looking for rides or I wanted to do something else, um, you know, like going to Ohio to race. Um, I just picked up the phone and, and started calling. Um, you know, and it doesn't hurt to to push a little bit, um, you know, but also at the same time, you got to have a good reputation and build that reputation for yourself. Um, and part of the reputation that you have is results. That's part of the whole that's, reputation. That's part of it, you know? Yeah, I would say it's a whole, um, a whole kit and a complete caboodle. kit. You want to make sure yeah. your kit is full, um, at least as much as you can. Whether it's you know, 
performance off the track or on the track or how your reputation is as a person or how people perceive you, um, you know, that goes a very long ways. Um, you know, even, you know, like if it's being good with the fans even or, or kids, you know, I've, you know, there's been parents that have texted me on Facebook Messenger and, um, you know, and said how much their kid loved it. So stuff like that does mean a lot to me. And, and even when you hear that stuff is really cool. So, but also, not that I've ever talked to him because it's not possible, unfortunately. But um, the past three or four years, I've been a very big fan of um, Ayrton Senna. And he's got a lot of good quotes. But one of the quotes that I not necessarily live by, but, um, you know, one of my favorite ones, I guess, was, uh, if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. That's how he said it. Um, so Mike Linder, so Mike Linder, uh, was one of the main guys that helped me get in the 11 in, which was my first ride in the Midwest. You know, obviously Carson Macedo helped me. Actually, he's the one that I called, um, and Ed Newmeister who owned the 11 in and, and then also Ray Brooks helped out a lot. But Mike Linder said that, especially when you're looking for a driver, effort is something that he looks for a lot and never taking a lap off. Um, so also, you know, I guess another thing for a young driver is effort is everything. Um, but also, like I said, you can't be afraid to push things. And, and I would just say effort and can't be afraid to pick up the phone and, and call and, and push people and, and just work connections, but also just have a good reputation and, and treat everyone the way you'd like to be treated. Some more, some wise words there. That's that's going to be hard to follow, Cannon. So Cannon told me his song, and whenever he's like, "I've got a lot of options to choose from," and I'm like, "What is this guy talking about?" So here's Cannon's song. It's I, on I, the fly, like he said. I, I, I think I think this one will be uh, uh, friendly for every for all listeners. I think. Yeah. This thing right here. Oh man, this is get you pumped. Now, race fans from Bixby, Oklahoma. He's your prelim Chili Bowl winner, Cannon McIntosh. Whoa, this is how Cannon Mac rolls. So, Cannon, you got you got some advice. You got a you got a. I know your dad's a, a philosophical dude, and he's got words of wisdom that. People can't hold a candle to. He's a wise man beyond his years. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a quote that he has said or anything. I don't know anything off the top of my head, but he definitely is. So what would be a piece of advice that Cannon McIntosh, the kid that was in a family-owned ride, um, that got the call to run for KKM, um, what would be something that you would you would tell a, a driver from Port City Raceway that's making their rate? They just moved from... Um, restrictor up to A class, and they're winning some races, and they're sh- they're showing some good some good results, but just not you know getting the opportunities that they feel like they should get. I would say for one uh, would be hard work and the dedication to to want to do it. You know, I think that's always recognized no matter what racetrack you're at, no matter who's there. There's always someone watching. So I think hard work is a huge one because. I, you know, I, being on a family-owned team, I 
I've pretty much learned everything about a midget, I'd say. And uh, from the beginning, it was me and Cody working in the shop every day. So I think hard work is never unrecognized. So, And I think another big thing is no matter no matter how far to reach or how big of a goal or dream you have, I would say stride for it no matter what, even if it seems impossible because it's, I mean, anything's really possible. Unless, so, you, unless you plan on, you know, growing wings and flying. I don't right. I don't know if you can do that. But uh, I think just always striding no matter what and just not, not quitting because there. I think there was a time last year we had just finished a race and I, I mean, I got out and I was like, maybe this isn't for me because I just, I didn't feel like I did a good job and I just felt like I hadn't been doing a good job and I just, not giving up is, is huge and, um, overcoming all the all the bad all the bad and making good out of it i'd say and always always turning anything negative and and taking a positive out of it i would i would say is huge so uh you know no matter no matter how big the goal you know push for it and and work hard for it so always push work hard for your goals always uh don't be afraid to reach out to people guys thanks for taking the time to talk to me i know it's almost time for drivers meeting and all that good stuff so i'm gonna let you guys go hey listeners thanks for listening be sure to follow both of these guys what are your social media outlets i know people can follow you and keep up with you canon uh my instagram is canon mac underscore zero eight and i believe my twitter is canon underscore mac 08 for me uh instagram is just michael kofoid 11 um and twitter is just michael kofoid so there you go race fans thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of hoss talks Hoss talks about the pop and top